You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! podcast on part one are still here we haven't uh, managed to have anyone walk out or uh, say they're not continuing because this is not how they thought the podcast would go but we we did say i did say at the start of part one that we were going to do some light-hearted stuff but then you ivan got on to the political uh machinations I think is the word of yeah, what's going on over in up. Dubai, and then that got us onto a whole lot of political stuff: climate change and Muff and the Hellfire Club and George Clooney and oh, George Clooney. And so and uh, and then um, then Sue quite rightly said at the end of part one, uh, she's been sitting here listening to all this shit. <laughs> uh, so um, we'll continue with more shit. Uh, so 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 I, I want your opinion on this. Now we are supporters of the coppers, aren't we? Police, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. We don't have a Police, should we get mayhem, thin blue line, mate? Thin blue mayhem uh, just uh, runs, r- runs rampant. There is some bad apples, uh, as there is in every department of life. Yep. Uh, but I want your opinion on this. The police are a bit ticked off with the government because they're not getting enough money, or they're not yep. getting compensated, or not doing getting no H and I don't know what they're. But so I drive along Crockford Road, a city road, which is a continuation of the same road, mm-hmm. and I notice two police wagons up on the nature strip with graffiti all over them saying um uh, what did it say it said uh, the graffiti said um family or force don't make us choose meaning is it the family uh, can we support our family and can we keep them safe or are we uh we are uh, we uh, hitched to the police force no matter what and so they'd graffitied all the uh, police cars that mm. is written in texture over them and they're up on the nature strip uh, if i parked my car on the nature strip you get a uh, ticket uh, i'd be towed away and i was just wondering do you think that's reasonable if the coppers want to graffiti it's like what the ambos did remember the ambulance people they graffitied remember. all the ambulances a couple of years ago all over the uh, victoria and you did look that looks shocking because if we think graffiti looks shocking we think it looks shocking doesn't matter where it is if it's oh, on a building or on a car I particularly if say, it's a public car i thought you were going to say it just blends into the walls yes well done ivan it does <laughs> but maybe what, what are they after though uh, yeah, money better of, conditions and all yeah, that why and not? that's fair enough yeah. that's fair enough but is it all right for them to mount the nature strip and leave? They, the cars were abandoned? They just left them there for half the day, uh, and um, I thought, well, if I did that, um, if I was complaining about anything, you, Ivan, if I was complaining about you for a start, yep, yep, or, or I wanted to say that I was going out with Sue Stanley OAM and wanted the world to know that, yep. I could park my car up on the nature strip and say. Sue Stanley and me Betrayed. at one or something like that, which would be I'd be put in jail for perjury. But so we couldn't do that. So is it all right for the police to do that? Who's going to charge them? It's a very, very good <laughs> point. Interesting point, that, isn't a it? A yeah. very good point. The grey ghosts, maybe. Maybe, 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 maybe you could go make a citizen's arrest, you know, put a, 
No. Put him in a half Nelson or, what a, brother, all those or a full or a, Nelson. Or if you're a Catholic, put him in a brother Nelson. What happened to all those COVID public officers? Remember them who go around and hassle people if they're breaking the COVID rules? Well, at right. least they didn't hold up the traffic Maybe they and lay on the, lay on the footpaths and stop people yeah. from going to work and causing Extinction havoc. Rebellion. What Mothers were crammed. What an excellent get? point. Good Susan, point, Sue. Stanley OAM, they didn't hold up anyone. They didn't, uh, they, all they did was broke the law. Well. No, but, that, but that, that's very true. Uh, the ex- Subtly. Uh, wh- what about the grubs, the extinction rebellion grubs? Uh, honestly, nothing more than insects or sheep. <laughs> if, we, if we say that... It's crazy. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's just misguided nonsense because, and we've just... They were here on the weekend, weren't they? They were protesting in Melbourne. Yeah, a friend of mine was on a tram and they were stuck there for like five hours. Yeah. Yeah, the only way they could get home they the because exits. someone was lying on yeah. the road. The excess off the freeway, they stopped it. Oh, it was yeah, banked back for ages. First of all, that keeps first of all that keeps cars there burning more CO two, which seems to be against their own bloody agenda. Yeah, true. Uh, now we, I just thought. Oh, sorry, I just thought I'd give you a Rex Hunt, who is a great Update. friend of ours and a star was a yes. star and has yes. just fallen on. Uh, Difficult times now. Rex uh, has an update. Um, uh, we, we, um, yep. Uh, Rex has uh, been um, well. I, I, what Rex has, I think, um, clinically been diagnosed with uh, dementia, and um, uh, and uh, and for that reason, uh, can't drive his car. So that would be a. Um, a real hardship to Rex, who loves to go into the country fishing because he is a world-class fisherman and was a world-class cla- broadcaster. So um, it's a thing that uh, grabs people uh, at various stages of their life. And um, and Rex has well, been out to see Rex a couple of times. He uh, He's up and down in his uh, mental acuity. But if he gets his meds right, he's uh, fine. So... Um, is we wish him well. Yep. Is he home? He, he was a legend. Yeah. Has he come he's out? Home. He's gone home and um, he's under the care, I presume, of uh, Lynn and a g- very great uh, benefactor, not a benefactor, a very great person who uh, looks out for other people uh, when he could not even, didn't have to do it as a man, ex-mayor of Brighton called John Locko, yep. he's a good who fella. takes in people who are and uh, suffering hard times and has looked after Rex and is an absolute star, John Locko, and he wouldn't like me saying that, and he doesn't do it for uh, recognition or anything. He's a silent um, crusader. So we wish Rex well. Mm. So I don't know uh, Yep. So I don't know where that's going to end, but um, uh, I hope, uh, not sure what happens if you can be allowed to get your licence back after you're being diagnosed with that, but... Um, Maybe we'll take him into the country fishing. He can teach us how to fish. Can you imagine you two going into the country, you and what the conversation would be between you and Rex fishing? Yibbida, yibbida. I reckon, <laughs> I reckon about two seconds in, he'll, he'll crack it. He'll crack it. His patience are a nanu no. second. Rex will come out and he'll have all these fish and you'll have nothing. Well, maybe I could get you a chauffeur's hat and you could drive us <laughs> and I could sit in the back and chat to him. What's new? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, so, so, yeah, no. Oh, so that she, I only say that she only she that person there the yes. cat's mother only says that because I have a, a small boat a boat which oh, nice which thank you uh, Richard uh, and we go out and, and Sue uh, drives the boat uh, so I can um, she's she, a captain she is, she is that's why she has a captain's hat and she has a license and drives the boat 
while I, um, I attend to all the freeloaders on it to make oh. sure they're not pissed, drug fucked, fall over it, injure themselves, fall into the break port things. Port Bay. And put, so put that's why the uh, she said the connotation about what's new is that she drives the boat. Uh, so, uh, mind you, it's a paid professional engagement. I wouldn't ask her to do it for nothing. If I was going out with her, I would, but I'm not going out with her. So I, I give her a sling. Uh, when I say a sling, I give her a, uh, a stipe, a stipend. Stipend. A stipend. Does that include super? <laughs> yeah, and got to be paid on the day. <laughs> no, you're a you know, you're a you're a freelancer, so you don't get super. Oh, it's included. Uh, it's included. Got it. That's up to you to say. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, right now, so that so that does Rex listen? Do you think? Or do you know? I I, I don't think he does, but I hope Locko tells him that yeah, we yeah. speak highly of him, and uh, I hope he doesn't mind me saying that. That, but that's. That's going to get out. That's going to be public knowledge. That um, uh, and we're not uh, gossiping or, or blabbering. We're just saying we wish him well. Mm. We do because he's he has been has been he's probably still is, but he has been a very great um, contributor to entertaining uh, this. Because he was only on the podcast two months ago. He yeah. would have been here. About yes, two ago. he was. He's I had lunch in with and him out of after institutions this. He, is, he was and, uh, fantastic. He was. Um, so that, that's that. Now, uh, now I, I don't know if you know. That's, um, <clears throat> I don't know where this is headed, but uh, this is news, of course. Uh, this, Alan Jones, you know, the he's a very good political commentator and broadcaster. The doc. He's very took over from him, didn't he? 2GB, we're talking about. Dr that Ben Alan. Fordham took yep. over from Alan Jones, did he? He did too, he did, didn't he? 2GB, yep. Did he? And before Alan Jones was? John Come Laws. On, old, yeah. John Tonsil Laws. Tone, uh, yep. is it? John Golden Laws. Tonsils. The, yeah, the Golden, the golden tonsils. tonsils. That's it. Yep. Um, so as a man, a boy, man, called Mr Ogden, claimed that uh, Mr Jones kissed him on the lips out at his farm and uh, placed his hand on his buttocks. This is Mr Jones placed his hands on Mr Ogden's buttocks. And Mr Ogden said that after he was kissed on the lips, he went into, and I'm only mentioning this because I want you to tell me what you think this word is. He went in and he, um, he, he loofered, loofered the inside and outside of his mouth after he alleged Mr Jones. Do you know what a loofer is? Well, yes. I get the loofer when you add, yeah. put this on your skin, on the outside, and you rub it and uh, gets all the exfoliates oh, your skin. Yes, exfoliates. Well, Mr sure Ogden <laughs> exfoliated his mouth, apparently. Uh, what is a loofer, though? What is, what is it? Is it a natural thing or is it a, a, a manufactured... Um, I think a loofer is natural, isn't it? I th- yeah, I think... Or is like it like a sponge? <coughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's like, not like a sponge. I believe it's like a sponge. Yes, but is it naturally growing or is it a manufactured thing? That's the only reason I mentioned okay. loofer, yeah. because Mr Ogden loofered his mouth inside and out. I don't know how you'd ma- 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 loofer it inside, maybe. <laughs> so he did it with a loofer, oh, did he? Geez. That's what he said. Can a I loofer. ask a question? Mr Ogden I'm scared said to ask a he question. loofered his mouth oh, no. inside and out. I, yeah, but uh, that would require putting the loofer into your mouth, which in itself <laughs> no. would be maybe suggestively dangerous, I reckon. Maybe that's a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it? I don't know. It's maybe a loofer was a big, long, slender thing. Was comment for something else. Yeah, with anyway. someone yeah, would loofer my mouth. Can I ask a question? How old is Mr Ogden? Mr Ogden's uh, youth. I think he's... Oh. I think he's... Oh, so he's not like 
18, 18, and Mr. Jones is 78 or no. So, so probably there's a lot more to this and maybe there's a couple of other people who have come forward and said that this happened. My, and I, I only say this has got nothing to do with condoning any of that and, and uh, someone will work out what the truth is, what, what the facts are. But this is what happens all around the planet. Uh, people get um, um, have these things said about them for political reasons because they dislike what their political views are and they try and discredit them and they say, well, why would you believe that you don't believe in oil or climate change or anything because, uh, you know, you're touched up. I'm not talking about Mr Jones and Mr Ogden now, but... There's a whole lot of reasons why people single you out for various reasons because they hope it gets to you for a completely Muddle removed, mm. it muddies the waters and you lose your credibility about anything that goes on after that. Not saying that about this case at all, but you've got to be very careful about it. It so happened to Russell Brand recently, didn't it? It too? did. You know, and so, yeah, I think someone like Alec, Alan Jones is a, he's a very um, a sound thinker politically, very opinionated, right quite wing. right wing. But, you know, obviously he has attracted a lot of attention for those opinions. And, yeah, you know, sometimes you've got to look at something like this and think, well, is it made up? Is, is, it, is it a political attack, um, yes. you know, from somebody, you know, who just met him and then thought, well... And yeah. we are for not one minute saying there's no veracity, veracity or validity in uh, Mr. Ogden or and some other people have come forward at all. We're just saying that can happen and yeah, Does just got to let it play out and see uh, how that goes. Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> well said. So, so now... So these are the more lighter topics we Jeez. get on to. I was listening to the... <laughs> that's not light. I was listening no. to the news. Could you tell... this? Oh God, we're a dinky little country and a dinky little state and a dinky little competition, the AFL. This led the news, uh, the sports news. This led the sports news. I noticed... This didn't lead the sports news. I noticed a man in, uh, in America, a man called Shoei Op... O Otamic. Shoei Otamic, a Japanese... Baseballer who is a pitcher oh, yeah. and a pinch hitter. Yeah. He just signed a contract for seven hundred million dollars for ten years. Good money. No, no performance-based contract. And we had Peter Moylan in here a couple of weeks ago, who was a pitcher in the Major League Baseball series. And I, he said, "How about that for a uh, deal? Uh, talk about what people get paid for mm. playing sport." And I said, surely to be performance-based, you're not at all, 100% guaranteed, 700 mil. Uh, for baseball, which Peter Moylan said was probably the second most popular sport in America uh, besides um, um, NFL. Good uh, Incredible. Which is incredible. Yep. So uh, the reason I said that is, that would be sporting news, but have a guess what led the news on the station I listen to. Well, GB... Uh, Golden Days Radio, who still do that nonsense at 8 o'clock every know. morning. Uh, but they take the 3AW feed. Uh, <laughs> and that said, uh, this is what the news was. Carlton Football Carlton. Club have announced... Where did I write this down? Luke Sayers? Oh, yes. No, Carlton have announced that they are going to concentrate on contested possessions next year. <laughs> contested possessions. They are going all out on concentrating on... Contested pose possessions. Would it, isn't that their bread and butter? Whatever that means for a start. How would that lead the sports news? Carlton announced they were going to concentrate on contested possessions next year 
in a bombshell revelation. I made that up. A bomb a revelation about a fair dinkum. There must be more in sport to talk about than contested possessions from the Carlton Football Club. That's lighthearted, Ivan. That's uh, moving on from Alan Jones and um, yeah, yeah, Cop and uh, Muff. And, well, uh, contested Hellfire possessions. If, if they didn't do that, what sort of game would it be? I don't know, but they kind of concentrate on them. What does it mean? It's gobbledygook. Yeah. Well, you'd have to congratulate Daisy Pearce for being the new AFLW coach over for the West Coast Eagles, which has yeah. just been appointed. Yes. You, now, and this is a this is a genuine question. Do you think that's a step up from being the? Is she an assistant coach at Geelong? Oh, she was assistant, but she actually had to step down from that because she obviously had conflicts with Channel Seven. So it was going to be. So it must have been a good enough deal for her to pack up her whole family and take it over to the uh, over to WA over there. Do you think? Do you, and still work on, so you think that um, she'd get a good uh, good salary to well would you go over to WA pack up the whole the family to, to coach to coach the women with with uh, little pay so it'd have to be it'd have to be worth her while the cost of in, living in WA exactly is, is pretty high is a lot more than here it would have to be worth her while if she had no alternative if the alternative was that she couldn't stay at Geelong and work for Channel 7, which would give her two incomes, she can still work for 7, can she, over in Perth? Oh, no, I think she stepped down at 7, so she, she was doing okay, assistance, so, so she was just doing well, coaching must, roles, so she's been be elevated. A reasonable gig, must be a reasonable uh, salary over to coach the W... What is it called? The AFLW. AFLW. AFWL. Um, as if she's lost her Geelong and seven job. No, I don't know whether she lost her Geelong one. She oh, lost she seven. Yeah, so she's she taken another option. Yes. No, so to be she's lost main it. coach is a step Head up coach. from assistant yeah, coach. Yes. Assistant coach. So. But the, the assistant coach was with the male, the men's. Yes. This is now just AFLW. So oh. she's now the coach yeah, of the AFLW. You think she's going no. over to coach the West Coast Eagles? <laughs> no, 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 no. I knew that, but I. Th- yeah, okay. What do you think we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, all right, we're talking about the women. I've been away for a bit. <laughs> no, but and this is this is we're only speaking highly of her because she's sought after. She's been poached or headhunted. But I would have thought if she wasn't allowed to work for Geelong uh, because that infringed on her. Channel 7 obligations, she had no real alternative unless... Well, she had an alternative, but she'd have to be a reasonably paid gig to yeah. do it. So you're right, it would be. What do you reckon it'd be, uh, Sue? You're a uh, female uh, sporting star in this country? Certainly in the six figures. Yep. Yeah, that's over <laughs> uh, like 101,000 a year. I've got no idea what, or they, what they pay. Or 999,000. Equal opportunity. Yep. Yeah. Equal but who cares? I think it's great that she's actually going Maybe, to be a, a no, coach. No, Sue, we, we, I'm pleased if people think we're – it's fantastic. She's a, a star at what she does. I was just wondering. Is she married or – You want to date her? I don't oh. see, well, she did say family. So. Yeah, family. So family. Uh, that – Okay, Partner good. would have to is, is her, is move she, is she, as well. Uh, hey, I've been there, done that. So, is is she married? Which doesn't. I was going to say, is she married to a man or a woman? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Who cares? And who cares? I just. Uh, I, I just said that. But if, if it was a to family, pack up your whole family, if it was a family. She may have. If she was going, she might have. Might have adopted someone if she is married to a same-sex person, and if she's not married to a same-sex person, it might be her biological child. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah. Uh, and it makes right. no Let's difference at all. Maybe uh, it makes no difference at all. So that's, that's interesting. Uh, uh, so now, so Ivan, this yes. moves on, uh, Richard. This yes. moves on. I don't know if this has ever happened to you. Speaking about, uh, Richard said, would you like to go out with Daisy Pierce? If you texted her and asked yeah. her out, yes. do you know if she doesn't reply, uh, do you know what yeah. it's called? Uh, try again. No, that's that's well done. Yeah, no, that's it's, there's a term for it. If you ask someone out or have a relationship with them and you want to end it without actually having to say, "Look, I don't think this is going anywhere," or ringing them up and saying, "We're not." If you yeah. don't return their call or their text, it's called ghosting. Ghosting, yeah, yeah. I didn't have you, uh, uh, Susan Stanley OAM asked me, "Had I ever been ghosted?" I said, "I can't remember a time when I haven't been ghosted." <laughs> he was the founder. Uh, I yeah, think you were before your time. The ghosting founder. <laughs> text people and say, "Could you come out?" And I never hear from them. <laughs> From one year to another, uh, so that's that's a new ghosting, a new term okay. that might be entered into the uh, new Oxford dictionary, Macquarie. the vernacular, the, ven- the vernacular into the lexicon. Yes, the lexicon. Uh, Isn't that a card? Yeah, we're going to have a battle of the words with these two. Aren't well, we? we're I'm, stuck on I'm sitting here just going, what the hell? Well, when you say that we're was having a battle earlier. of the words, uh, we're just speaking English. Uh, when the king's all, English. Yeah, when it's all said and done. Um, uh, so, so um, uh, that was that. Now, um, uh, here's this is you'll think this, this from the things we've been speaking about. I came back from the con- on the country the other day. I want you to think about this, Ivan, because right. yeah. we're a big country, and I did say that there were no rubbish bins on the. Uh, r- rubbish bins on the roadside stops. It says, you know, if you are feeling drowsy, s- yep. stop for a power nap. Whatever a power nap is, fifteen and they minutes. Give you people, give you places to drive off. The you know, coming right. up in five k, yep. a roadside stop. So you go in there, and there's tables and every there you can sit, and there's no rubbish bins. And I, I thought, well, they've been knocked off. Well, no, there's no provision for rubbish bins, and the sign says. Please don't litter the country. Take your rubbish with you. And I thought, well, <laughs> what? you're just inviting people to leave. You know, yeah. you're inviting ignorant and the slovenly to leave their rubbish <laughs> beside <laughs> the table or leave it on the table. The slovenly. So I thought, yeah, slovenly. So I thought, well, oh, I, and I think I mentioned this to Sue Stanley OAM. I said, and she said, well, it's probably a, a, a fiscal matter that they don't want to have to send cars and trucks out miles into the country to pick up the rubbish. I said, that's fair enough. And then so there's a bus stop where the big uh, bus stop, big truck stop where the B doubles can park and stay overnight. And they've got tables. And have a guess what's next to the tables? <laughs> rubbish bins. <laughs> and I thought, well, they get rubbish bins, but yep. uh, the general Shout public out to have all the to truckies. lug all their shit into the back of their car and take it home and put it in their garbage disposal. Yep. And, and so, so, so I noticed that. And driving along, there's a intermittent signs that says, injured wildlife, uh, if you injure wildlife, ring, and they give you a number to ring. And my point is... If you ran over a blue tongue lizard on the um, <laughs> uh, on the Western Highway, yep. who would fucking pull over, <laughs> get the number and ring up and say, "Hello, it's Frank Swanson here. I've run over a. I think it's a lizard. Could be yep. a gecko. Does uh, anyone want to come out and uh, repair it its legs it or put it in an incubator or something? What? Who would ring up about injured wildlife? Yeah. Oh no, no seriously. Well, kangaroos. Imagine kangaroo. Yeah. You hit a kangaroo. You meant to check check the pouch, drag it off the road. Check the pouch. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's... And if you've ever seen a dead kangaroo on the side that's got the pink cross on it, that means someone's come and checked to make sure that there isn't no. a, hey, hey, and hey, the animal hey, has died. Hey, I didn't know that. Hang on a minute. So if you hit a kangaroo yeah. in your car and it's yeah. alive, Which it's I, writhing. Yes. Yeah, it, it does. Yep. Uh, you're saying, Ivan, that you're, mm. you, you, you're required to put your hand into its pouch. Yes. I would, re- no, I would, I would, I would suggest that you kick the shit out of you. Well, if, if you just hit it, hit it with the bull bar of your car and you'd come over and it's lying there a bit twitchy and you tried to put your hand in its pouch, I reckon it'd kick you <laughs> fucking over the... Who said you got to do that? You idiot. Well, you in, spoke that, in that case, you are supposed to ring the wildlife because then yeah. they would and come out. And that's when you ring the wildlife. Then, yeah. then they would obviously... if the it's if it's okay. still alive, they'd put it down no and then ferret. check. Okay. But if it's dead, so injured, so make sure it's no dead before you no, go and fondle no, it. We've had make sure it's dead. We would do I'm this. in great sympathy with the. You're injured, a nature lover. An injured, I am a, a nature lover. He loves I'm, dogs. I'm in. I'm in great sympathy with injured kangaroos. So yep. here's the. So you're out in the middle of. Uh, we're coming back. We weren't coming back anyway. I was coming back past Mount Langy Girin. For example, yeah. which makes wine, and that's in between Beaufort and <laughs> Beaufort and Stall. It's out in the middle of buggery. Yep. So you pull over and you say hello, and your call would probably divert to the Philippines and say hello. What? Do you, uh, uh, and, uh, and, uh, so what is your complaint? I sort of run over, run over a kangaroo. <laughs> would anyone would send someone out? Yeah. Hello, Where, I can't hear you. Where are you? I said, well, I'm on the. Western Highway. Whereabouts? Oh, whereabouts? Uh, I reckon I'm eight miles from Beaufort. Um, yep. Okay, and what's the problem? And this is the conversation you'd have on the phone. Yep. Yeah, I've run over a kangaroo. Is it alive? Well, it's not well, but I, I'm... But it could be. Yeah, it could be. Don't if put your hand in its pouch or it'll bite your head. Uh, so, uh, well, <laughs> can you send a truck out, please? Well, um, Send a vet. Send a vet out. How, how long do you reckon it would be? Before someone sprung into an ambulance or a vet left his practice <laughs> and said, "Just a minute, you could, you could a say, day look, or how long? I've just put a, a couple a of day a day. Yeah, a day. I said, I've just checked the pouch. I put a couple of hundred dollars in the pouch. Yep. I reckon they will be, be there in half an hour. Yeah, that's right. I put hundred bucks <laughs> in for just for medical emergencies. Yeah. I'm driving off now. Yeah. Left the scene of an accident. I yeah. uh, didn't give my name and address. Uh, I would like to know. I don't know how people contact us. Uh, Susan Stanley OAM. Do they? Uh, I would like to know if anyone has ever rung a wildlife number on the side of the road when they've run over a badger or a, no, a, a koala or a, or imagine a, or koala a porcupine or, like or a wombat. A wombat. Yeah. In fact, you Caribbean. What you do is if you're a golfer and you had a golf club in the car, you'd beat the, you'd beat. <laughs> no, seriously. Well, that was the old way, wasn't it? You no, would mate, have to put it out of its misery. You put it out of its. Is that a, no, is that no longer kosher? If you no. had a shotgun and imagine. you were a, you had a you had a you had a registered shotgun because you're a no, farmer. No. You which, no, you're not allowed to do that. Imagine me coming around the corner and there's Sam Newman with a shotgun blowing a koala away. Like, well, you, 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 it wouldn't be a good headline. No, I'll no, take a photo but I'd be putting it out of its misery. I thought that was the no, right thing to can't, do. No, but call, that was what you did in the old days, in the 70s. Yeah, Mate, we used to do a lot of things. Imagine the scenario. You can't get through if you ring up. If you ring up Origin Energy, uh, uh, hello, uh, look, uh, the power's gone off. Oh, just a minute, and you hang on for 55 minutes, and then someone from the Philippines, nothing wrong with the Philippines, but that's where the call centres are. Someone, uh, you have a conversation with someone about your power going off, and uh, that, I could see that scenario happening with the roadside wildlife numbers. 
What's it called if you put an animal out of its misery? It's not euthanasia or anything, because that's like what people, you know. No, no, it is euthanasia. It is. It's yeah, euthan- yeah, you, so yep, you're euthanizing absolutely. an animal. Yep. So obviously there might be some circumstances where the animal is really suffering, where it's clearly not mm. going to live. That oh, might fa- be the right Farmers thing and all that doing. Yeah, that's do what it. I mean. They it's do. just like, you know, silly divers in their Lamborghinis driving down and hit a kangaroo and then stopping oh, and saying, what, they, get they a do shot more damage out. to the Lamborghini than the kangaroo. <laughs> I, I, I know a bloke who is um, driving his mother in law uh, down from a stall one day and she got out to stop at a roadside and didn't know that he was going to park it and he ran over her and he didn't ring the wildlife people, for, he just shot her. <laughs> oh. Put her out of her misery. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, so that's so. I'd just be. I'd be really interested to know has anyone ever rung up and said, "Could you come out? I've just run over a." Um, yeah, Last run over a squirrel. Well, are there any squirrels up in that way? Anyhow, yeah, possums, don't we? Possums. Has yes. anyone yes. run over a possum? And do you ever notice? Do you ever notice on the freeways, they have. Um, they have things that they have a, a stanchion and they have a rail that goes across the freeway and it comes down the other side and you think that must be to hold electrical cables up or water. Do you know what they are? No. They're crossings so that koalas can get from one side of the road to the other or wildlife, anything that can climb up a ladder and go across the road because the grass is always greener, that's what they're for. Hmm. Uh, did you ever notice that? Did Who's you, paying you, for this? Exactly. Who is paying we for are. that? We are. Yeah. I, I want to know if a wildlife wants to cross the freeway, it's saying, looks up and says, mm-hmm. where can I cross? I've that got to go up the road and then over the top to go Have over. Have you seen that show uh, Utopia that I think Rob Sitch, the working dog people, made or whatever? They, they're about a group of people who are like, um, they do government projects and they did this thing where they were going to do an animal crossing across the freeway. Yep. And it, it was like they spent like $100 million or $200 million because like, they had to do the viability study and then they had to go, you know, take it to people to say, is this what you really want? And then they went and did it and they got the environment. So yep, there's crossings that, over the roads. The whole show th- sends up this Next whole, time you're driving <laughs> into the country, just keep looking up. They look like gantries over the top, but yeah, they're I've just for animals. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I've got, I want your opinion on this. Yeah. Uh, Dick and yes, uh, Sam uh, and Ivan... Yes. And Ms. Ivan the Terrible, Ms. Ms. Stanley, Ivan uh, the Great. There's a company oh, oh. in the United States called Meathead Removals. They're meathead, meathead Removals, and they've been sued because they advertised for young, fit personnel to apply for a job because they wanted young, fit personnel to be able to lift furniture and oh, yeah. white goods and items, and they've been sued. What's wrong with that? No. Yeah, exactly. This is where it's headed, mate. Mm. They have been sued because they said you cannot identify what sort of people you want to join your company. You can have what happens if a 75-year-old pensioner wanted to become a member of your or apply for the job? He would get rejected on ageism or ableism. It's called fit ableism, and they've been sued. And I watched the man being interviewed. He said. We don't reject anyone. He said, we just want people, if uh, they ring up to use our company, uh, have competent people who can carry their furniture and not break it. So there you are. So Why would you go into business these days? That's crazy. Is, they called meathead removals. They're a very sensible man he was. He, but obviously he, if you're a removalist... Nothing to do with gender. He said, we're not asking yeah. for males. He said, we're asking for young... He did say young. Cool. Young, fit people. And he said, but... But they're looking for... A, Particular set of skills, really. Yeah, you are. I mean, you've got to be pretty burly. Heifers or 
You know? uh, what's that, Ivan? Who? <laughs> what did you say then? You wouldn't want heifers. Heifers. What's that exactly? Or Brahmas. <laughs> or Brahmins. <laughs> Isn't that... Is that not PC? No, I don't, I don't think so. I'm just back Call in someone the country. A no, well, that, a whole lot of uh, some large-ish women came in, and you would call them heifers, but they might be absolutely suitable to carry a couch and a on a couple of couches on each shoulder. Yeah, one each. Uh, they, they, they could carry a small hand truck into the. Uh, uh, so heifers can apply as long as you are um, reasonably able to uh, carry a couch into the back of our removal truck. Or a washing machine, but surely it's not un, uh, you know, like beyond the ra- realm of um, you know to actually say this is what the job requires, and you have to be able to do this kind of thing, which is heavy lifting. You know what I mean? Like you know, so have to be it's somebody all about who the is, wording, isn't it? I mean, it's, yeah, it's how, how you actually say it and what it is. But I mean, imagine if you actually took on the job, and then di- you weren't fit, but they advertised for a fit person, and then you have an injury. And then you're off on work cover and then that's a yeah, liability for things. So you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. You've just got to say it in the political. So you're going to have to go on to chat GB or something and they're, get a They're uh, being honest as opposed it. to just saying an yeah. ad. We are looking for people to work as a removalist, come in and you, adver- you, you interview all the people who you know you're not going to employ until the right young person comes in who's fit and strong, man or woman yeah. or, or non-binary, and uh, you employ them, so you just just you don't tell them that they wouldn't be suitable for the job when they come in. You just say, "Look, we'll get back to you," isn't it? And you never get back to them. You ghost them. <laughs> you ghost them. <laughs> isn't it your right to actually have whoever you want no, to represent your country? It's not. And I, I thought that was part of the free market. That you well, could yeah, employ. it isn't because no, I know I mean, there was this a is another great thing that Europeans have brought to yeah. you know our democracies. Very it? very large um, freedom, ladies fitness trained. They are uh, advertised for a young, good looking person because that's the branding they wanted and they got slammed absolutely slammed and i agree well, anyone can apply and it doesn't sport. fit in that but obviously if you're looking for people in in the sports profession you want people who can actually play the sport you know what i mean <laughs> uh, so anyhow now uh, the doc doc fordham will be listening to this uh, he'll be on furlough with his wife we can't mention a name jody and uh, his kids uh, we won't mention them we won't mention the kids names but uh, he'll be listening to this and he'll appraise Goldie. us. Hmm? One, of the, one of the girls' hey, names hey. is Goldie. So you are mentioning the kids' names, are you, Ivan? I just said we won't mention the kids' names. Um, no, nah, he doesn't care. If he's got kids, I don't know what their names are. Uh, and so the doc will be listening to this and he'll come back and he'll say, mate, this is shit. He said, I, I got off on the wrong track saying Richard would be good. He's fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't say that. He was a great advocate of uh, Dick coming in and uh, Ivan. So we've covered a lot of topics and um, some of them very, very important. Uh, I was going to break the news. We are on the verge of... Um, I was going to say this, we're getting a potentially explosive revelation about a former prior, a former a politician, uh, about a serious incident that happened and uh, uh, the people investigating it are garnering phone records, police statements and witness, um, people who witnessed uh, what was going on, and uh, this is still underway. And um, this is uh, this this will be an explosive uh, uh, expose if proven to have any uh, validity to it, and it's very serious matter. 
So we are preempting that that is underway, and we're not referring to any one in particular. But you might read behind the lines as a whole. That could apply to about three or four or five different people who mm. are ex-politicians. Uh, but uh, watch this space. Stand by for more Stand details. Stand by. So, what else is news, Sam? Alex yeah, Jones yeah. is back on Twitter. That is correct. Alex, Alex, tell us who Alex Jones is. Alex is Jones in America? is a kind of famous kind of American conspiracy theorist that was banned from Twitter and most social media platforms in 2018. And, um, you know, uh, Tucker Carlson did a big interview with him um, because he's obviously gone rogue and has his own show on Twitter. And um, so he did on a really... X. On X. Sorry, X. Mr. And, uh, Musk's Mr. X. Musk. And then, so he did a big one hour, you know, hour and a half interview with Tucker Carlson, Alex Jones did, and he actually came across quite reasonably. Obviously, sometimes he has uh, conspiracy theories that might be a bit outlandish, but sometimes he actually seems to have really guessed what's going to happen. You know, for example, he predicted what was going to happen with the pandemic 10 years before it, because he'd read various documents like the, uh, you know, one lockstep document um, that, that was put out by the uh, Rockefeller Foundation. Um, so, you know, like he's somebody who studies what the global elites say and he's often been able to predict what they are going to do. So uh, anyway, obviously the global elite particularly hate him, so they wanted to remove him from all social media platforms. He did this interview with Tucker, and then Elon Musk did a, um, you know, do you want Alex Jones to come back onto X? And um, 70% of people who are on Twitter voted yes. And he said the people have spoken, and then he reinstated his account a couple of days ago. So Tucker Carlson, a very good um, operator. Yep. Uh, uh, I listened to a, an interview he did with a man who... Uh, said he'd had oral sex with Barack Obama. He had performed oral sex a couple of times on Barack Obama yep. uh, when he was running for uh, the presidency. And uh, mind you, there's nothing wrong with uh, uh, the man, not, nothing wrong with Barack Obama receiving I thought he was a married man. From, from a man, but it was just the fact that uh, this hadn't been hitherto uh, been brought forward for any reason at all uh, because it seemed a bit hypocritical if... Uh, 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 this is. I could read out that statement uh, because it contradicts the lie they live. Uh, that's very good statement. So that's what Tucker Carlson does. He goes straight for the jugular. He and does. People who make the world go round. And speaking of Obama, he produced a new TV show on Netflix called Leave the World Behind, um, which is a kind of a, a disaster film, like a dystopia disaster film, where um, basically the power grid in America is taken out. And it's very strange that he produced this film, you know what I mean? Because why is he producing films now? So it's almost like the next global disaster, which is an EMF attack, which means some kind of attack possibly from China where the, where the power grid goes out. And obviously, if you do that to a city... You can imagine the chaos. And so that film's on Netflix at the moment and it's probably worth checking out if you haven't seen it. Right. What was it, what was it called? It's called Leave the World Behind. Right. It's directed by a guy called Sam Esmail who did that show Mr. Robot and it's produced by Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, which is so weird because I didn't know they were movie producers. Mm, very weird people. Now, um, we have... Uh, Stephen Monaghetti. Did we say we, he's coming in or did we say we'd spoken to him? He's no, coming no. in. He's coming in. He is indeed. He's a star. He is a star. He's a superstar. And, and mm. the first thing I want to ask Stephen Monaghetti is, um, how can you possibly stand on a starting line and know you've got to run 42 kilometres at, I think, five-minute pace for a, or, or four-and-a-half-minute pace for a kilometre? Amazing. 42 of them. 
<laughs> what goes through your mind, if in, anything? In various weathers too. Could be Ver- humidity, stinking hot. Rain, it could be altitude, yeah, yeah. it could be anything. And uh, he's could been be Melbourne. four Olympics could and he can tell us all about that. So he's coming up. So uh, if you think we've swung to the right on this, we haven't. We're just uh, bringing the alternate point of view with all the browbeating bullshit that people put over us from week in, week out and we just push back on most of it because uh, it's real. Well, there we are, Ivan and uh, mm. Susan and uh, Richard. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Sam. All the best. All the best.